Hey y'all, hey, it's Freckles. I am back. I am going to be talking about the drama triangle in relation to these YouTube streets and the YouTube beefs. Before I get started, I want to um, remind everybody that this video is for entertainment, informational, and educational purposes only. My comments are not in the context of a clinical setting and, and are not meant to diagnose or in any way replace therapy. And also to ask that um, you please seek professional assistance should you have any concerns about your mental health. The other thing I wanted to talk about before we get started is that um, I want to thank all of my new members. And if you are a member and you have any ideas about what you would like for me to do with the membership or things uh, you want me to talk about in videos, please let me know and you can do that by making a comment on the community tab uh, for the members only section or by sending me a message on Twitter or Instagram at just underscore freckle zero four. I'm not sure what uh, I'm gonna do with the membership or if I'll add another level or anything like that. It's just 99 cents right now if anybody wants to become a member. And I really just set it up so that YouTube would stop prompting me every time I logged into my account to set it up. So I went ahead and did it. I didn't expect to get any members, but I um, I have a few. So I will work with you guys and think of ideas of what you want to do with the membership and what kinds of things you'd like to see or, you know, what you want me to offer with the membership. So just get in touch with me and let me know. Also wanted to mention that in the last video, the Super Chats that I got... I did not acknowledge them right away first because I couldn't figure out I was way behind in the comments and I couldn't figure out how to just jump to the super chats because I don't usually get super chats so now I know how to do that in StreamYard and to post them right away find them right away where to look for them and things like that now I know how to do that I didn't have any experience with it before I apologize and I did not want to interrupt the people on the panel while they were talking because that's rude as well so I want to thank everybody for the super chats, super stickers. I want to thank everybody for the memberships. And then a few people sent me cash apps or a couple people sent me cash apps. And I wanted to thank you so much for that. I usually don't have my cash app posted, but I had it posted in the last video because I need to get a new camera and, and also a new microphone. So that's why I, I uh, posted it. And I appreciate all of the support to help me get that done. I also posted thank yous for the super chats, the cash apps, and the memberships on the community tab on my Facebook page. So I have that posted as well. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you so much for the new subscribers as well. If people have any ideas in general, any subs, out, even outside of members that you'd like for me to talk about or anything like that, please hit me up, like I said, on Instagram or Twitter at just underscore freckles zero four. So... Back to today, the, the drama triangle, and um, I'm just using examples, as you see here, for people in these different roles, and these are not, the definition given to the titles of each of these roles is not your traditional definition. It's not going to be the traditional definition of a victim or the traditional definition of a persecutor or rescuer, and just for... Um, purposes of understanding the different roles and how they interact with each other. I have the whole, or I have the panel as the victim, the whole as the rescuer, and the avatar as the persecutor. Just because I think everybody's familiar with 
um, these different people or groups who would who would be watching these videos and these roles are interchangeable I want to say that to a person or group does not stay in a particular role they can they can um, move from one role to the other it's not they're not static roles so um, in relation to the YouTube drama and beef um, we're going to talk about the drama triangle the drama triangle is a psychological and social model of interaction uh, a model meaning it, it's a, it describes or helps a person understand interpersonal relationships an individual's relationship with another individual or group of people or whatever the case may be. It was first described by Stephen Cartman in the 1960s and the spelling on the last name is K-A-R-P-M-A-N if you want to look the theory up or the originator of the, the, uh, the idea, the theory. The roles in the drama triangle are persecutor as you see on the screen, victim and rescuer. Each role sees the others as problems to react to. So we're going to discuss the roles, describe them, and their toxic nature. Uh, being in a drama triangle such as this or any different uh, form of this or people in different roles, it's not a healthy situation. At the end of the video, we're going to talk about how to get out of the drama triangle. So again, it is important to note that an individual or group of individuals can move from one role to another. The roles can rotate. They are not static roles or they're not always static roles. Sometimes they are depending on what relationship you're talking about. Say if we're talking about parents and a child or uh, let's see a romantic relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, and then the uh, girlfriend's, you know, her, her, her friend who's trying to help her or something like that. The different roles can change and it can apply to different types of relationships, whether it be familiar relationships meaning relationships within a family or romantic relationships and it even applies to work relationships so um, this applies to many different types of relationships and what I'm just talking about today is how it could describe or help to understand these YouTube beefs so each place each person or group plays one of the roles in a given situation each person is satisfying their hidden needs through their role very often these are unconscious, meaning they're not accessible to your conscious thought, your conscious mind. Um, the needs are not readily accessible to the person's conscious thoughts. The main feature of behavior in this model is dependence on each other. The victim is satisfied with the need for care. The rescuer is happy that someone needs him. Uh, the persecutor shows his dominance over the victim. And one component from this triangle, if one component from the triangle was missing, missing, then the others would disappear automatically. So if just one, one role, one person in one role breaks away, the entire tri triangle dissipates. So each person masks their true interests. It makes the which makes the situation even more confusing. It's important to note that one person can play all the roles at once in relationship to different people. You know, like I mentioned earlier, somebody who is a victim in a familial relationship, a family relationship, may be a persecutor in their romantic relationship. So that's what I'm saying that the, the, the definition of the titles, victim, rescuer, persecutor, they're not your traditional definitions. 
these uh, definitions for the different titles are in relationship to the drama triangle theory. So um, I am going to give some characteristics of each role. They're not all inclusive and they don't always apply to the, each per, every person in each role. So for a victim, some characteristics you could see is the idea of poor me. The victim may feel powerless, helpless, and ashamed. They may feel hopeless. They may have poor problem-solving, decision-making skills within this particular relationship we're talking about. Uh, or they cannot find pleasure in life. They may have poor insight. They may, they may feel like a persecutor magnet. Like, why am I always attracting these types of people in my life? Why? Why am I always uh, attracting these type of people who act as persecutors towards me? You know, if you ever have that feeling, like I feel like I draw this negative energy or people with this type of negative energy to me, or they always happen to fall in my life. And uh, somebody in the victim role may wonder, like, why do I keep running into these types of people? And um, there are hopes for a rescuer to come along and save them, um, to save everything, but really it changes nothing. So those are some of the possible characteristics that are that you may see in a person who's in the role of victim. It may be one or two, it may be one, you may see several of these characteristics, but they are not all inclusive and they do not apply to all situations or to all individuals who are currently in a relationship dynamic where that individual is in the role of victim. So next is the um, persecutor. The persecutor, you may see uh, characteristics such as um, them being critical, controlling, blaming, oppressive. They may be an angry authoritarian. Um, they may be um, very, uh, very much sticklers about enforcing rules. And they may have the feeling of believing they're superior to their victim. At times, they they like to keep victims oppressed through threats or bullying. Uh, pers the persecutor role usually presents when the built when uh, building resentment at rescuing or being unappreciated or finding victimhood too oppressive. These are all things you may see in a persecutor or to identify a persecutor. Again, I'll say these characteristics are not going to be all inclusive. They may not apply if a person is in the persecutor role. You may not see all these things. You may see one or two, or there are a lot of different descriptors of what a persecutor is out there if you do research on the um, Cartman uh, drama triangle. So lastly is gonna be the rescuer, and the rescuer is there. They You're usually gonna see them, or you may see them soothing the victim. They uh, The rescuer feels important because they are there trying to quote unquote save the victim. But it's actually enabling behavior um, that helps the victim to maintain the victim status. So rescuing takes the attention off the rescuer's own issues. Oftentimes the rescuer's uh, main motivation is to avoid confronting their own problems and issues. Uh, so essentially um, this uh, is not a healthy role either as you may think that the rescuer is going to be at a position of a healthy role. So when I'm talking about this, so we know the panels had issues with the avatar and eventually that caused the uh, members on the panel to leave the panel. 
after that happened, there was a lot of um, sides being taken. Are you on the panel side or are you on the avatar side? You've seen subs fighting amongst each other. You know, um, people going to other individuals' channels, the uh, quote-unquote uh, rival or enemy's channel and making comments, negative comments about that person. We saw a lot of that. And we saw a lot of people obviously doing videos on the situation, right? We saw the panelists doing, um, being on people's channels, a lot of different people's channels talking about the situation a lot. And we saw uh, content creators who were doing commentary on the situation. I mean, a whole lot. And those videos were getting a lot of views. Anybody who um, tries to pretend like they didn't do a video hoping to get, um, uh, to get uh, likes and views or subs is, I mean, I don't feel like they're being fully honest. Um, unless they had their video demonetized and any super chats off, then yes, I could say, yes, you're, you're um, just doing a video to get your point across or whatever the case may be, or um, that it had nothing to do with clicks and views if your monetization is off and your super chats are off. Um, otherwise, um, one part of the motivation to do these things or to do the videos is clicks and views and getting um, a little dime or two from YouTube or trying to build your channel so that you can get monetized, which there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people have a problem admitting that. But anyways, uh, the, um, the rescuer being the hoe when she came along and decided that um, she was going to unmask the avatar and defend these panelists and show what a true demon, uh, quote unquote, not my description, but basically what it seemed like the purpose of the video was to show what a true demon the avatar was and why can this person be out there, the avatar wreaking all kinds of havoc and not even show their face, like who are you? So the hoe came along and um, became quote unquote the rescuer. I'm not saying, again, this is not to say the panel members could not have uh, taken care of the situation, dealt with the situation on their own. I'm not saying that at all. So don't go saying I said that. This is just to illustrate the drama triangle and some things that could have been going on within the situation. But there's obviously a lot of different things going on within the situation, right? Um, so just make a note of that. The rescuer in this, um, the description that I'm giving related to the drama triangle, the whole comes along and starts doing videos to unmask the avatar. And we see the tide against the basically public YouTube opinion in this sector anyways, turning against the avatar. Or she's seen as the villain and the persecutor, right? Now, when we talk about, um, when we talk about the ability of roles to change. I'm going to give an example of the current state of things, right? Um, we saw the what a lot of people considered to be bullying and doxing coming from the hoe. And we saw a lot of people have made comments about the interaction of the hoe with her subs and the blocking, the treatment, and things like that. So if you think in relation to that, it can also it can also change, right? You can change the dynamics of the the relationship triangle. So for example, in that situation of the way the whole treats, well, how some view the whole treats her her subs, we can then put 
the hole in the position of the persecutor. We can put, um, well, we take the avatar off, right? No, this thing isn't going to let me. Let me see. I'll take the avatar off. Let me just take the avatar off. Um, take the panel off, and we would see the hoe going into the role of persecutor. The victim would be the subs. The rescuer would potentially be viewed as, you know, other content creators who are making videos about the way the hoe treats the subs. So these roles can change. So we're not going to always. So you see that the hoe is no longer in the rescuer position. Now she's in a persecutor position in some in some people's eyes or how some people who have talked about came out and done videos with people talking about how they felt they were treated by the hoe. Those subs could go into the victim role. Rescuer role could be somebody like the rabbit doing videos. She did a, a recent video that, had, that was very informative about um, a recent video that was informative about um, you know potential fraud and the concern about the hoe's um, mod who handles people's money and information. So that could put somebody like the rabbit in the role of a rescuer trying to disseminate this information so that uh, these individuals who are taking classes could be in the victim role um, and um, trying to help them to realize, you know, there's a potential for some issues or some concerns you may have about your credit or, you know, your personal information, your financial information, okay? So in relationship to, you know, a, a romantic relationship, the persecutor could be say the girlfriend who is narcissistic and um, persecutes the boyfriend. The boyfriend may feel like the victim because of the way they're being treated by the persecutor and say the boyfriend's mom could be the rescuer trying to get him to get out of the relationship telling him what to do versus allowing him to make his own decisions. So so that you can see that uh, the, the drama triangle is not static and an individual or group of people can play different roles because we could even go and talk about how some subs go to a um, opposing quote unquote imposing content creators channel and start wreaking havoc and trolling in the comp in the comments and then how that content creator their subs then um, play in the rescuer rescuer role and try to go after um, the trolls, all these different types of things. So you can see the dynamics and the roles can change and it can apply to so many different relationships and situations. Okay, so we're going to move on to, because I don't want this video to be too long and repeat the same thing over and over, how to get out of the drama triangle. So um, as far as removing yourself or breaking free from the drama of uh, the drama triangle, the most interesting information out there is um, going to be, it's called the uh, empowerment dynamic, okay? And there's a book called The Power of TED. And TED stands for the empowerment dynamic, and that's by David Emerald. It is such a good book, and it can um, help you to understand the roles better and how um, to get out of the drama triangle. They call it, he calls it the dreaded drama triangle. 
and um, into um, the power of 10, the empowerment dynamic. So um, the empowerment dynamic, we would adopt, we would adopt alternate roles. The victim would become a creator who views the persecutor as a challenger and seeks support from a coach instead of a rescuer. So to describe the um, alternate positions that we would want to try to move into, the creator, um, the victims are, in order for a victim to become a creator, they are encouraged to be outcome-oriented as opposed to problem-oriented. So you're going to focus on the outcome, what needs to be done, your goal, versus um, just dwelling in whatever the problem is. And take responsibility for choosing your response to life's challenges, okay? So... We don't have control over what other people do. So, I mean, trying to control what the next individual does in whatever type of relationship is not going to work. We all know we only have power and control of the decisions that we make and the actions we take. We can't control anybody. You learn that, you know, in every 12-step, uh, uh, in a 12-step program, you know. You have control over nobody else, just over what you do. Um, so... Uh, people who are trying to become go from victims to creators they should focus on resolving tension um, I think it's uh, it's called dynamic tension or something like that but it, which is the difference between the current reality and the envisioned goal or outcome that you are striving for or that you have um, decided you want to work towards but you, you have to take steps towards those outcomes that you're trying to achieve you can't just envision it and then not take step steps towards actually doing it and a lot of times you know one of the most difficult things for people to do is change people have a fear of change even though the universe is constantly moving towards a state of entropy which is a state of disorder chaos constantly um, what you know whether you think of it on a large scale as a universe or your individual life or just you know, cleaning your house, no matter how much you clean your house, you're always going to need to clean it again, right? Even if the house is empty and just sitting there, it's going to collect dust and stuff and cobwebs and you're still going to have to clean it. So um, we are constantly moving towards a state of chaos or entropy. And it's something that um, people changing is causes them a lot of fear and anxiety in individuals, whether it become come to, you know, uh, being sick of your job and you know you're tired of it and you need to move on to either progress or feel better mentally but you stay there because you've been there for so long and you don't want to learn something new that fear of change can hold us up and hold us back in life it's a hard thing to deal with um, but something we have to take steps towards acknowledge it and uh, challenge it and move through it um, the other uh, let's see the so then there is the role of the um, coach um a rescuer would um be encouraged to ask questions um in order to become a coach to move into the coach role ask questions that are intended to help the individual to make informed choices not make choices for them again this is a very important concept in therapy is therapists aren't here to tell you what to do they want to um, ask, so uh, do like, for example, motivational interviewing to ask questions um, to help you make your own informed choices. Okay, that's something I talk about all the time to be a critical thinker, make decisions for yourself. Don't just do what somebody else tells you to do. For example, somebody in a um, persecutor role or rescuer role, 
you don't just go based on the information somebody else is giving you. You have to process it within yourself um, to, to decide, uh, make a critical decision, be a critical thinker, make informed choices about what is best for you, what is the best route for you to take. You know, relying on somebody else to live your life is not going to get you anywhere because nobody knows what's best for you more so than, you know, yourself if you look really look internally. So the key difference between a rescuer and a co coach is that the coach sees the creator as capable of making their own choices and solving their own problems. Okay, the coach isn't going to need uh, for the victim to rely on them so that they can fulfill something within themselves that they feel they're missing. Uh, the coach is going to be there to, um, you know, uh, they view the person, the creator, now we're going to say versus the victim, because if we're not dealing with the victim anymore, they are going to view the person as having the ability to make their own choices and solve their own problems. So um, let's see here. The last one is the challenger. So instead of um, instead of um, being a uh, persecutor, a person who's in a victim situation and has is you know working on moving to a creator situation, a challenger um, would encourage a victim or or a, a victim would in, be encouraged to see a persecutor. As a person or this uh, as a person or the situation that forces the creator to clarify his or own his his own needs and focus on their learning and growth okay so the a persecutor when you're getting out of the um, drama triangle the persecutor would become a challenger uh, for the victim who's now trying to move into the creator role that would help them to clarify his own needs and focus on learning and growth so that they can move out of the drama triangle and into the empowerment triangle by becoming a creator versus a victim. So that's about it. Um, as far as um, the YouTube streets, I feel like you know, different content creators supporting each other and not being so fast to judge others or to listen to p different people's perspectives, especially when it comes to drama and beef. Listen to different people's perspectives and make come to your own conclusion. Don't just go along with whatever your fave says just to be agreeing with them or having that, 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 um, that group think or that herd like mentality. You want to take in information from different sources, including sources outside of your core group, outside of your faves um, content and make an informed decision by yourself. It's okay to um, watch different creators contents, even if they don't get along with your fave. You know, because a lot of times, if we, as we've seen over and over, the different roles within the drama triangle change. We see that we've seen that a million times, you know, within any particular beef, the roles change. And we've seen uh, creators fall out and then their subs divide and attack each other and things like that. And then 
the content creators ends up ends up coming back together. Now you're a dedicated sub to content creator number one, but you've been over in content creator two's um, chat and talking trash or trolling. Now your content creator number one is buddies again with content creator number two. So what I mean, but you've made yourself a troll on content creators two's page and they don't want you around. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying to enjoy different content. You people don't. Have, the different content creators you choose to watch, they don't have to like each other. You get what you get from the content or whatever it is you're looking for. Eat the meat and leave the bones. You don't have to completely digest a cow because your favorite content creator is telling you to digest a cow. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. And I also wanted to talk about or mention real quick that I don't know. I feel a certain kind of way because I know people who are involved in the drama um, are, they'd rather it sometimes not be talked about. Although we know in some cases, some people who are involved, you know, direct players in the drama like for it to be talked about for clicks and views. And we all know that if we're talking about beefs or drama, those videos get more views than, you know, the um, content, say, uh, the reality TV recaps, or if you're doing like a morning devo uh, devotional, or, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a panel with um, a, a women's series, something, I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be, but maybe relationships, marriage, things like that, talk, discussing those types of topics. And I'm sure they're not going to get nearly as many views as the videos do that get, um, where we talk about drama and and most content creators realize that acknowledge it and um there are some that try to pretend they have no idea what you're talking about uh, when the topic comes up but as content creators in this sector people are going to talk about it and i understand the need to say um uh, don't talk about it why are you talking about it because it interests people and if people are doing videos in certain ways, not just coming out here to talk trash and, um, you know, downgrade people that they don't agree with or don't like, there are things that can be learned from these types of situations, from these YouTube beefs. There are things that can be learned um, that can help a person in their real life outside of the YouTube streets. Okay, there are things that can be learned. And also, um, you know, if I also feel, too, that if you're talking about it on a public platform, I'm not sure why anybody would expect nobody else to talk about it on the public platform, you know, and you can't drive another person's channel, their content. Um, and for me, I feel like if you're, if you're involved in a drama and you're going around to a lot of different people's channels talking about it, that's really not that different from talking about it on your own channel. That's just my personal opinion. Um, so, because when you're appearing on other people's channels, really, honestly, you're dri driving more traffic to your channel if uh, the, the um, audience is interested in what you have to say and they want to, you know, go over to your channel to find out more about you or to hear or to, um, you know, digest more of your content. So, for me, Honestly, saying I don't talk about it on my channel, if you're involved in it, does not, when you, especially when you actually do talk about it on your channel and, you know, a lot of other people's channels, 
with you know monetized videos and super chats on i just i just feel like it's kind of a little bit hypocritical but at the same time i understand why if you're involved in the you know the drama and the beef that you don't want other people talking about it but for me another way to look at it too is that if the individuals involved in the beef did not come out and tell their truth when other people are trying to tell their truth for them you would have a lot of people out here just going based off of a particular um you know content creators or you know multiple creators their opinion or their view of how the situation went down and not hearing your perspective you wouldn't want that either well i would think a person wouldn't want that i wouldn't want that you know i would want to if if i have multiple different creators talking about me especially if people were talking about you in a derogatory way to come and tell your piece and show your side your interpretation of the events because a lot of times the way one person perce perceives an event or or <clears throat> how they present it to uh and how they want it to be interpreted by the people who are consuming the content. It may not be how it happened at all. It may be just their perspective. And the other person involved may have a completely different perspective when they describe what happened that can give everybody who's watching, you know, a different view of things. So, um, but there's positive and negatives. I understand why people wouldn't want to talk about it at all on their channel or anybody else's. But I, I also believe that there is justification to talk about it. Um, and then obviously, if it's out here in the YouTube streets for everybody to view, it's going to be talked about. I just um, would hope that people talk about things with an open mind and not... Um, and not um, be completely judgmental. We can't do that. I mean, we just can't always do that. You know, some things hit people in a certain way or hit, you know, might touch on some past traumas that they identify with or things like that. But um, I would just hope people have, try to have more of an open mind and try to look at yourself and see, you know, if you're involved in situations like this, um, try to acknowledge where you are on the drama triangle and where uh, you need, what you need to do to move away from the drama triangle into um, a role in the empowerment triangle and this um, you know this um, applies to you know these YouTube streets YouTube beefs and our personal lives and also as subs because I watch a lot of different people's channels as subs we need to look at where we're at on the drama triangle as well because it's not just the content creators it's also the subs that are a part of this and driving some of the beef and drama or some subs are, you know, they're being critical thinkers and um, making their own de informed decisions and not becoming a part of the herd. So there's a lot of them out there like that. And um, it's the, the I'll say the, uh, it's a smaller portion that are what I call overzealous subs. So anyways, there's always improvement for all of us to make in ourselves and our, um, and in our relationships. So this is just something to think about. You guys can go look up additional information. I would suggest uh, picking up the book, The Power of Ted. It is an amazing book. You can find it on Amazon. And um, that's all I got. If you have any questions, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at just underscore freckles zero four.